And this is why he demands that we fulfill what we must do. He looks for that fulfillment, starting with his people Israel, and looking for all of us to continue in the same manner, all of us that have been called by him, especially all those that have acknowledged his word. Just like he told Israel, he is telling us now to do our part. Hello and welcome to another message from the Latter Rain Ministries, where we're dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and his truth with the world. Today we'll be seeing that everything in the Lord has a fulfillment. The world and Satan is full of empty promises and deceit, and no matter who or what people think they are, they have no real power to affect a certain reality. All things come to be because God allows for them to happen, but one thing is certain, and that is that the Lord can bring about all things He says to come true, to be fulfilled. The only question that should matter to us is how we will be impacted by the fulfillment of God's word. And that all depends on what we choose to do with our lives. Today's message is inspired on Ezekiel chapter 12, verses 21 to 25. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, blessing and honor and glory be to you, O God. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I praise you and I worship you for your love, your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. Thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, O Lord, Heavenly Father, because you have allowed for things to be fulfilled in the life of the Lord so that we could find salvation. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks, O God, for all the things that you have come to pass so that, Lord God, so that we could have a hope, so we can have an eternity to look forward to. Heavenly Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you please forgive my sins. Please have mercy on us, O God. Please help us to understand, Lord God, that depending on how we choose to live our lives is that things will be fulfilled in us. To you be all the honor and the glory and the praise. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. We know that everything in the Lord has a fulfillment. Because everything that God says is either fulfilled and there will be fulfilled. That's why the prophet Ezekiel said in chapter 12 of his same book, And the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, what is this proverb that you people have about the land of Israel? Which says, The days are prolonged and every vision fails. Tell them therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will lay this proverb to rest and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But say to them, the days are at hand and the fulfillment of every vision. For no more shall there be any false vision or flattering divination within the house of Israel. For I am the Lord, I speak, and the word which I speak will come to pass. It will no more be postponed. For in your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and perform it, says the Lord God. Again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, Look, the house of Israel is saying, the vision that he sees is for many days from now, and he prophesies of times far off. Therefore say to them, thus says the Lord God, none of my words will be postponed anymore, but the word which I speak will be done, says the Lord God. Solomon was able to testify about this when the temple was being dedicated, saying, so the Lord has fulfilled his word which he spoke. And I have filled the position of my father David and sit on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised. 
and I have built a temple for the name of the Lord God of Israel. And there I've made a place for the ark, in which is the covenant of the Lord, which he made with our fathers when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands toward heaven. And he said, Lord God of Israel, there is no God in heaven above or on earth below like you who keep your covenant and mercy with your servants who walk before you with all of their hearts. You have kept what you promised your servant David, my father. You have both spoken with your mouth and fulfilled it with your hand as it is this day. That's why there will be punishment for those that doubt his word as they scoff as it is saying, where is the word of the Lord? Let it come now. It was an outrage for the people of Israel to dare express themselves like that, knowing full well that God had fulfilled everything he promised to their forefathers when they occupied the promised land. As it was left written, so the Lord gave to Israel all the land of which he had sworn to give to their fathers, and they took possession of it and dwelt in it. The Lord gave them rest all around according to all that he had sworn to their fathers. And not a man of all their enemies stood against them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. He demonstrated and proved that he was a person of his word. The Lord has fulfilled, does fulfill, and will fulfill what he says, just like he did at the beginning with Adam and Eve. He gave them a command and they did not follow it. He told them that they would be punished and he did it. This is what many do not want to understand today. They think that they can practice sin without any consequences, without wanting to understand that God is righteous in everything for the good of us all, just like what happened after Adam, when it says, and Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and named him Seth. For God has appointed another seed for me instead of Abel, whom Cain killed. And as far for Seth, to him also a son was born, and he named him Enosh. Then men began to call on the name of the Lord. Now, why did they start calling on the name of the Lord? Because they believed in God. They believed in his word. Otherwise, they would not have called on his name. God will have compassion on those that truly repent and call on his name fearfully. God does keep his word. The Lord fulfilled what he said to Noah, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to Moses, to David, to Solomon, to all of the prophets. He has done what he said he would do with all of us. And since he has fulfilled and will fulfill until the end what he promises, he will do it also in his holiness and perfection eternally with all of those who believe in him and in his word. As it is written, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. And this is why he demands that we fulfill what we must do. He looks for that fulfillment, starting with his people Israel and looking for all of us to continue in the same manner, all of us that have been called by him, especially all those that have acknowledged his word. Just like he told Israel, he is telling us now to do our part. In Deuteronomy chapter eight, it says, beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments his judgments and his statutes, which I command you today. Lest when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold are multiplied, and all that you have 
is multiplied. When your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led you through that great and terrible wilderness in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty land where there was no water, who brought water for you out of the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and that he might test you to do you good in the end. Then you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. But at the same time, he gave this warning and warns us also saying, therefore you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to fear him. God had repeated to Israel time and time again these words as he is doing so with us today when it's saying, and it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commandments, which I command you today to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will give you the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain that you may gather in your grain, your new wine and your oil. And I will send grass in your fields for your livestock that you may eat and be filled. Take heed to yourselves, lest your heart be deceived and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them, lest the Lord's anger be aroused against you. And he shut up the heavens so that there be no rain and the land yield no produce and you perish quickly from the good land which the Lord is giving you. Therefore you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul and bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, like the days of the heavens above the earth. But now at this moment, the Lord takes his people and his church, to make a decision to choose because in everything he is saying, there is a blessing and a curse so that we do not have an excuse. He does not force us, but we must choose. And that is why he says to us all, behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and the curse, if you do not obey the commands of the Lord your God, but turn aside from the way which I command you today to go after other gods which you have not known. That's why he exhorts us to look to fulfill his word, just like to look to know how to choose and to be conscious about the decisions we take, to be aware for better or for worse. Many chose for good, but they did not abide on that choice. That's why the word says, and you shall be careful to observe all the statutes and judgments which I set before you today. There are blessings for those that fulfill what he says. We are saying that everything must be fulfilled and our duty is to fulfill things with God. It is our responsibility. And this is what we must be conscious about, to respect what he is telling us to do. Our duty or part to do is to believe what he is saying and to fear him to the point of knowing how to obey his word. There are blessings as it is written. Blessed shall you be when you come in 
And blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. We are called in that obedience to be a holy people for him. And that's why he says, the Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, then all peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your ground, in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens to give the rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow, and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath, if you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them. So you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day, to the right or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. But if you do not fulfill things and obey, punishment is inevitable. That's the unfortunate part. That's why it is difficult Yet a very important decision because following God is only for the brave, for those that are willing to war with sin and unbelief. That is why it says, if you do not carefully observe all the words of this law that are written in this book, that you may fear this glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God, then the Lord will bring upon you and your descendants extraordinary plagues, great and prolonged plagues, and serious and prolonged sicknesses. Moreover, he will bring back on you all the diseases of Egypt of which you were afraid, and they shall cling to you. Also, every sickness and every plague which is not written in this book of the law will the Lord bring upon you until you are destroyed. You shall be left few in number, whereas you were as the stars of heaven in multitude, because you would not obey the voice of the Lord your God. Then it shall be that just as the Lord rejoiced over you to do you good and multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and bring you to nothing. And you shall be plucked from the land which you go to possess. And then the Lord will scatter you among all peoples from one end of the earth to the other. And there you shall serve other gods, which neither you nor your fathers have known, wood and stone. And among those nations, you shall find no rest, nor shall the sole of your foot have a resting place. But there the Lord will give you a trembling heart, failing eyes and anguish of soul. Your life shall hang in doubt before you. You shall fear day and night and have no assurance of life. In the morning you shall say, oh, that it were evening. And at evening you shall say, oh, that it were morning because of the fear which terrifies your heart and because of the sight which your eyes see. And the Lord will take you back to Egypt in ships by the way of which I said to you, you shall never see it again. And there you shall be offered for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves, but no one will buy you. This is why I'm telling you today that there is no possible 
or worthwhile excuse to not know all of God's commandments because they are all in his word, in the Bible. And this word is near to you within your reach. That's why the Lord says today, for this commandment which I command you today is not too mysterious for you, nor is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. But the word is very near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that you may do it. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. That's why he tells you to choose. Because if you practice sin, if you keep on practicing sin, you are against life and death. And that is why there is no fulfillment in you. That's why I urge you today to meditate, to reason before it's too late, because the days are evil since there is so much sin, so much anarchy, so much temptation. There must be a defining moment, a choice must be made. The Son of God already fulfilled His side of things for us on that cross, and everyone knows that truth. There is no excuse for anyone to keep doubting what they need to choose for. That's why His Word tells us, whoever abides in Him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. In this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. After saying all of this, I ask you today, do you want for there to be fulfillment in your life for blessing? Or will you allow yourself to be overcome by the temptation of the world so that punishment is fulfilled in you? Before so much temptation and weakness and ease of falling into sin, there is a question that comes to me that the prophet Malachi asked. But who can endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like a launderer's soap. That is why that those believers who are willing to persevere in that fulfillment for blessing, which is in that conversion from all sin, in faith, love, and fear of God's Son, I leave this word as an affirmation of faith that says this to us. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. God has kept keeps and will keep his word always. God stands by his word no matter what. If we live and breathe and exist today, it's because of his word. The way he made all things remains faithful until today. But also he gave us his word that all things will end someday. And make no mistake, that time will come also. 
And he also established through his word that it is appointed for men to die and then the judgment. God has done more than enough for us to be able to make a choice for him. We have more than enough proof that all things he promises comes true. But to be able to have eternal life, we have things on our own to fulfill. We need, for instance, to repent and convert from all of our sins. We need to convert to the Lord with all of our heart, to surrender our lives to Jesus Christ as the effective and literal Lord of our lives. And we need to follow him and love him as he deserves to be loved. Then and only then can we meet the conditions for his word to be fulfilled in our lives for good, for blessing, and for eternal life and reward. But if a person does not meet those conditions, then they are bringing upon themselves the fulfillment of God's word in their lives, but for evil, for curse, for eternal condemnation. One way or another, God's word is fulfilled universally and personally in each of us sooner or later. His will shall be done no matter what. Satan will try to have a last stand against God, thinking as it is written that he will have the possibility of changing the times. But that is not possible. Not even Satan with all of his dark powers and evil minions will be able to affect in any kind of way changing the fulfillment of the word of God. What is written shall come to pass inevitably. So the question to you is, how do you want for God's word to be fulfilled in your life? For good? For evil? Will you decide to fulfill what is necessary in your life so that God can come to fulfill within you, upon you, his salvation, his grace, his mercy, and his eternal life and reward? Or will you follow the ways of the world, follow the satanic influence that is upon all things and everything that chooses to reject God and worship sin? I would urge you for your own good, repent and convert from all of your sins. Receive Jesus Christ as the effective and literal Lord of your life. Follow him and do as we are told to do in his word so that you can in fact attain those things that only God can give. Only God can keep his word for all eternity is the only one that can bring all fulfillment to existence. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Holy God, I bless you, I praise you, I worship you, O Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that out of your grace and mercy and love, you have fulfilled all things through your Son, Jesus Christ. You have given us the way of salvation through him. But Heavenly Father, help us to understand that you have done all things Jesus Christ has done all things necessary. But there are things that we must do in order for your word to be fulfilled in our lives for good and for eternal life. Help us to understand, O oh Lord God, those things that we need to do and to do them, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, because faith without works is dead. Help us to understand that we need to have a true faith. Heavenly Father, help us to understand that we must follow and do as you say so that we can in fact have those things that are good in our lives. Lord God, to you be all the honor and the glory and the praise forever and ever. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Please join us again next time as we look into God's word together.
And if you have any questions or just need some prayer, please email us through our website. If you want to listen to other messages, you can go to our website or look for our podcast in the Apple iTunes store under The Latter Rain Ministries to subscribe. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world. The Lord is near. May God bless you.